Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. And today is our second in the series, and I'm so excited to welcome Cherise Skelly to the program. And before I bring her on the line, I just want to tell you a little story (laughs) about Cherise. She's actually a key person in helping me get out of my own damn way. She is my business coach, and I'm so thrilled to have her as part of this series uh, to, to help you all and give you some tips. So let me tell you a little bit about her before I bring her on the line. Known as the Money Mindset Mentor and Business Catalyst, Therese Skelly works with service-based entrepreneurs who love what they do and are ready to grow their business in a much easier and more authentic way. Therese helps those whose business is part of their life purpose clear money blocks so they can learn how to own their value and have powerful, authentic sales conversations. This means they will make more money, serve more people, and have a business that makes them happy. Drawing from her own journey of losing everything in service of living the entrepreneurial dream, Therese has created a way to teach her clients how to get their gifts in the world so they can make the huge difference they desire to. A former psychotherapist combined with years of marketing, strategy, and consulting, Therese offers the perfect blend of both inner game work and very tactical real-world strategies that allow her clients to see the results they desire. So welcome, Therese, to the, to the sessions. Hey, it's so good to be here. So good to be here. Yes. So I'm you didn't you so didn't tell excited. them you didn't tell them like how I made you cry and then then you <laughs> you didn't tell that part I was expecting that part oh well hmm, well I, I don't know maybe 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 that'll come out maybe it won't I maybe guess we'll find out. out yeah yeah right right I make them cry then they give me money no, oh kidding. no they, no, no. Anyway, we're we're just having fun, so let's go. We are, right? and that's how we how, that's how we that's roll. How we, roll. <laughs> we do, we do, absolutely. So you know, I know I know part of your story, obviously, because I'm your client. But um, I would love for you to share more about, you know, what has gotten in your way o- oh, over the Lord. years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like the queen. I am the if you're the poster child, I'm the queen of the poster children. So. Well, you know, Carolyn, it was really it was really funny and I and I call it all good. Like I really I I you know, my bio referenced losing everything and all that and, and I call it all good because I believe we're always on the right and perfect path for us. And so just a really tiny nutshell, I was a psychotherapist. I moved into life coaching back in two thousand and one and I saw a little ad in a newspaper, you know, like a e zine or something that said business coaches wanted. And it was so fascinating because there was nothing in my world that would have said, "Oh, Teresa, like yeah, totally, that is you." I mean, I had I had been a therapist, a prison guard, um, I you know worked at a psych hospital. I you know I, I'm sure people can make like, well, duh, duh, of course you should work with entrepreneurs. But anyway, I, <laughs> there was nothing in me that would have said that's a logical fit. Mm-hmm. So I know it was one of those soul nudges, right? That. That, and thankfully, I listened to it. And it was the first time I ever had the experience of like, well, this is weird, but I'm going to say yes. Crazy, but yes. Mm-hmm. So I said yes, 
And then I got actually, oh, like the next day it was like, holy crap, I'm a business coach. Ah, what do I do? <laughs> like, like, so there was like loads and years of imposter syndrome for me and proving myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you, you know that one and know your people. If they hang out with you, yeah. they know that, that yeah. work, right? Mm-hmm. And so here I was, I was business coaching because I was working in coaching companies and I got really, really, really great mentoring. But I had this little chip on my shoulder and it basically was, who are you? You're only a therapist. You don't have X, Y, Z. And so what I discovered, Creelan, is that the things that I teach my clients to do today, I had to learn the really hard way. Mm. So what got in my own way is, like, I couldn't own my value. The thing that makes me the most magic, the thing that people are like, oh, my God, I love that you're a therapist. I love that you do all that mindset stuff. I viewed that as a liability. I viewed, like, so, number one, I wasn't owning my value. I I was only focusing on what I didn't have. Number two, I didn't know how to talk about what I did. I had no idea, like, who I was, right? So I came out like, uh, I'm um, um, a marketer. That's it. Yeah, I'm a marketing coach because it was safe, right? And I thought, well, people will people will pay for marketing. Nobody's going to pay for mindset. Ha. Um, so I, I was too afraid to really claim the space that my brilliance lived in, and I was mm-hmm. playing it safe. That's number two. Number three, I did not know how to sell. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I did not know how to sell. <clears throat> because of all the other stuff, right? And then number th- four, is that number four? Yeah, that's number four. I had so much money crap that I, I just, I just, just, you know, the the recession hit, and I wasn't, I was uh, like a little toddler being with money, and so I wasn't able to manage that very well, and so it all crashed. And what I say now is, I lost probably four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars learning those lessons so you don't ever have to go through that again. Mm-hmm. So that's wow. a little bit of the story, I know. Well, well, thank you for sacrificing yourself. <laughs> hey, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a karmic thing. I, I made some agreements to, to, to be the one. Oh. No, but seriously, I, I, I've reframed that. I really, I, I do. I, today I, I call, like, what a blessing because it has, like, like no, no business owner of mine is ever going to go through that. I mean, I really have mm-hmm. that conviction from my struggles and from my journey. But, goodness, it took me a long time to get out of my own darn way. And it does. I, you know, and I think we're all on that path where we have some yeah. lessons to learn. And, yes, we we can have someone try and tell us, but it, it's almost yeah. like you, you have to go through certain things. And there's people out there like you who are like, okay, well, you don't have to go through all of it. <laughs> Or for years. You don't need to take six to seven years. Right, like, like right, We can, right. like, ramp that learning curve up a little bit. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, and I love that you share your vulnerability. Now, I've, you know, I'm a client. We work one-on-one. I've been to retreats. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. gobbled up a bunch of you. And mm-hmm. what I love is that vulnerability and the shame piece that you bring to the work and, and, and allowing mm-hmm. people to really – um, discover who they are and to really open up to who they are um, and, and and own it. And, and I, I love what you said. It's just like really being able to own own it. Yeah. And you know what's really funny, Krillin, for example, today I just did a brand new strategy session and I, I charge this woman thousands of dollars to grow her business. And you know what we spent on? We spent the first hour on the very first hour. I said, okay, love, we're going to be doing your strategy. And she goes, could we do some clearing? 
Because <laughs> she knew. She's like, I got so much crap. I got so much stuff. I know that if I don't clear this, any strategy you give me is just going to fall flat. I will not be able to receive it because mm-hmm. I know I've got so much money block and so much stuff. And so actually more of my work now, even though I'm still living in the pool as a business coach, more of it really is going after those hidden blocks and the shame because that's what that's what gets to you know we talk about getting your own damn weight blah that's it like right there that's it's like a smorgasbord right there yes. and yet people are like well I think I just need to go find more people on Pinterest and I think I need a better website like ah no you don't like, right. yeah that's an important thing but if you will always be in your damn way if you don't attend to the mindset and the inner game and the all of those blocks and the money stuff like that's that's like the work right there. So it, it truly is because I, you know, and I, I worked uh, with another coach before you, and I also had dabbled as an entrepreneur for for mm-hmm. many years, and and so I know what you're talking about. It's like you get it's that shiny bright object syndrome mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, well, I just need this course on marketing or this strategy yeah. on building my email list, and and it's like really, you know, it's. It, yeah. It's nothing. It, it means nothing if you're not ready to receive what comes as a result of doing that work. And and so it's just it's it's amazing. And and we all, I, I think entrepreneur, at least the the entrepreneurs that I love to work with and the people that are, are drawn to my work, you know, are, are similar to me. You know, I always I always tell you I'm my own ideal client. <laughs> we are, of course. Yeah, um, because you know it, it's like I tell people. The entrepreneurial path is the best way and the toughest way uh, to to be alive just because you are bumping up against every insecurity you have, every fear you have. Um, And I say that about dating, too, but we won't go there. Yeah, we that's a lot there, of how we, we started our, our relationship. <laughs> yeah, talking about dating. Yeah, yeah, our dating days. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I'm, we're outing ourselves here, anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's 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 a journey, and like the entrepreneurial path is not for the faint at heart. Um, I don't think at yeah. all. But it's it's for those of us who have that deep knowing. Um, and I know you work uh, with the service-based, heart-based entrepreneurs who are just like, okay, this is the life and the business. There's no separation. It's it's who yeah, we are. Absolutely, right. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love that work. So what what do you find that that people like? I know that you said that the hidden stuff gets in their own way, but what do they present with? Ha. Huh. Um. One of my favorite things that, like, is an indicator is a stop-start pattern. Mm-hmm. I, I've actually just did a, work, a, a talk two days ago, and this is what I talked about: is like, how do you know you have a conflicting intention? And one of them, when I say conflicting intention, it's like, I want to move forward, I want to, I want to have this life, and yet the unconscious part's like, yeah, bullshit, no, 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 it's not safe. So, but you know, like, like I say, did you wake up today and say, I think I'll blow my business up? Yeah, that would be fun. Like, it's a great. I think I'll lose money. Oh, yeah. Nobody does that, but the unconscious part does that, right? So so we have 5% of us that is run by the part that's like, okay, I, I get to pick what I eat today and where today and what to say. Then the rest is unconscious. You're basically like a little walking robot, a victim <laughs> to much of your unconscious. Doesn't that sound shitty? Ugh. Oh, so yeah. that's the work I do is trying to like free you of that, those influences that that you're like sitting here going, wait, I just got four leads. Why am I um, 
pinning things on Pinterest? Why am I not following the leads, right? So stop, start is a huge one, huge, huge. So like you're all set to go, and then you forget, or you drop off, or you lose interest. Or I wouldn't know my, anything about that. I know, nor do I. Yeah, right. So we, that's how that's that's a huge, huge, huge one, a stop, start one. Um, overwhelm. I think when people get into overwhelm, that's an indicator. Mm-hmm. My favorite, lack of clarity, to which I say, ah, bullshit. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit on lack of clarity. Yeah. Because very often lack of clarity is there's a party that doesn't want you to know. Because if you mm-hmm. were clear, then you'd have to act. So people spin around going, I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I switch. And I'm like, shh. Stop. Yes, you do know. And I'm bringing up Mama Kickass comes to the call today, I guess. But um, <laughs> but but I think that that lack of clarity often serves as like, well, I I don't know, so I can't, you know. So there's so overwhelm, procrastination, lack of clarity, stop, start. Um, my favorite. This is how it was for me. I'd get a client, and they'd be like, I'm gonna sign up. I'm like, okay. They're like, I'll call you tomorrow, and I'll give you my credit card. I'm like, okay. And then the next day they'd be like, yeah, I thought about it, and I just, it's just not right. you know. So I would, like, get it in the door, but I couldn't keep it. So that's mm-hmm. another one. Like, it, are you not keeping the money? Are, are, the, are the opportunities and the connections, like, these great things that are happening, are they somehow, like, falling through your fingers? That, that's mm-hmm. a, definitely a sign that you have this pattern, this unconscious pattern. Yes. No, I relate to all of that, as you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, yeah. the, another thing that I call, like, that stop-start pattern is those, those self-sabotaging. It's kind of like you're on mm-hmm. the verge of of the next level, you're on the verge of a breakthrough, and then it's just like everything seems to fall apart. Yes. Oh. And for some people, I was on, I used to be unconscious about this, and there's a great book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks that talks about this. Mm-hmm. And I used to, Crazy and I would be like, I'd go to a, an event, say, and I'd be all jazzed, and I would lay out my, you know, 90-day revenue plan, and I'm like, ah, and I'd come home and sprain my ankle, or I'd come oh. home and I'd get sick, mm-hmm. or I'd come home, and, you know what I mean? It's like, for me, my body would break down. That would be, and I had another friend that every time she would do something, it's like she'd return, and her kids would go nuts. You know, like, like there's always something it feels like that pulls us away, mm-hmm. so we're like, oh, well, I can't do that because I got that. And so you're you're not a victim. Like that's what you have to understand is that is there is an unconscious force in you that is actually orchestrating these events. And I know that sounds like woo, little woo woo, <laughs> but that's a part of it. And you so you must become unstoppable. I mean, last year I had I had kind of a shit year. Like I had my you know kid got hurt and my ex had massive health problems and it was very hard to like to like. But I have to I have to launch this. I have to make money. I have to serve mm-hmm. that. And you can you can get into I can't because and I'm all yeah. for like take care of your family, but I think sometimes your ego can convince you, like, you know you don't have it you can't do it you can't do it. so there's that dance of when do you back down and say I just need to be quiet and not do anything mm-hmm. versus like, no I'm unstoppable and yeah I got to recharge my batteries, but I am unstoppable nothing will stop me this yeah this is hard. And I am unstoppable. Like so, it's that dance, right, of like inaction and resting, and then moving forward, and not letting things just throw you down. Does that makes sense. I feel like we kind of it does. You know, it does there, because I'm thinking yeah. about the work we've done and how. I mean, in the last year, I've had so many obstacles, and as you know, it's like I'm like in this ramp up of rebranding yeah. and yeah. of yeah. totally yeah. taking yeah. my business to the next level. And 
you know, something happens with my son's father and something, mm-hmm. you know, many things mm-hmm. happen with my son as a result and also because of his Asperger's. And then I was in the hospital twice. I mean, it's just like, what? You, you, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, can I give a shout-out for you? You came to my retreat, like, the day after the hospital. Like, I know. You had surgery. <laughs> you're, like, laying on the floor of the retreat, and I'm just going, wow, you are unstoppable if you're willing because your ego could have said, "Oh, it's not for you. Don't do this. Look at you. You you deserve to lay in bed." But you were like, "Bull, I'm I'm going to push through it." So I think that that to me is what develops the 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 self trust and the entrepreneurial trust. And that like that's what basically you're saying, "Hey, you know what? Nothing's going to stop me. So bring me my good because I'm all about this." Mm-hmm. And you you develop the, like this fierceness that the universe is like, oh, okay, well, bring it to her because she's not messing. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Right, right. And there, there is, I love how you brought up that, that victimhood because that's, you know, we can get caught in that. And, and I, you know, I talk to my clients yeah. about that, that pause space or that stuck place. And, and sometimes yeah. it's okay to, to rest there for a minute, but to realize that there's some value in, you know, taking a breather, kind of looking around, seeing where you're at and reevaluating. Mm-hmm. But then you need to get the hell out of there. And, you know, and so yeah. we just say it in different ways. And, and it's just, it's, it's amazing how um, it is that dance. And, and it's that dance of, you know, life is going to keep throwing things at you, but you have the choice. And, of course, you are definitely affected by all of those unconscious things, but that's the work that you do is, is to help them unblock that so that when life throws stuff, then you're better prepared to make conscious decisions mm-hmm. about what you're going to do with that. Yeah. You know, in one way I work with people that, that kind of uh, ramps that up. Number one, I expect it. So when my clients come, you know, if you come and you're like, oh, and I'm like, yay, good, perfect. Because to me, <laughs> breakdown means you're moving. Like if you don't move, you never break. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's if you just stay in the same little spot and never want for more, never push for more, there's nothing to, nothing to, to redo, right? And mm-hmm. so, so if you reframe it as how cool, like scary as heck, oh, my God, I'm uncomfortable, and this is part of life. I say, Creelan, we're connected to nature, and in nature, everything dies, everything breaks down, everything transforms, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you just, number one, reframe, like, oh, that's part of the process. This is, oh, okay, well, that just means I'm growing. (laughs) So I look at it that way, and I help people just hold, like, oh, you're okay. I I don't know, it kind of sucks, but you're okay. Yay, you're growing. This is part of it. And number two, I use the... I think it's Michael Beckwith that says this isn't happening to you. It's happening mm-hmm. for you. Yes. And it really is that when you get there and you can say, oh, I am suffering so much and it's in service of this other thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of lets us go through it with a little bit more grace, a little bit more ease. Um, so it's not, a, it's not denying it. You know, when you're when you had the surgery, when your son was struggling, when there's, I, you, you know, we can't pretend those things don't exist. But but if you can just kind of take the higher view and just say, okay, this is my soul preparing me for this next level. This is this is part of my next evolution, and I'm not going to fight it. I'll do what I'll be in service of it. So sometimes that's slowing down or just recharging or getting extra support, but it never makes you stop. Yes, and it's. It's it's quite an interesting thing because I'm saying I'm like going through my memory of all the times yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. in that place, 
And um, and I remember you saying that that Michael Beckwith quote to me, and I, yeah. I remember you know or, or the meeting where I hired you, and I was crying and and just like yeah. I can't do this anymore, and yeah. and um and you just you're just like oh this is so wonderful, and you know sometimes <laughs> honestly I wanted to smack you, but exactly you know. <laughs> most people do, most do, yeah. But it but there's you know there's something powerful about holding space for people who are in that breakdown mm-hmm. um and and being able to see the good in that and and when we're in it i think we we definitely get that amnesia or we we forget we because forget a little bit yeah a little bit a little bit i don't know maybe a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and and it's it's important to have i think very important obviously i think this to have support in order to help you, because I know for me, I I have been like years and you know ten years ago, if I were in that stuck place, I could have stayed there for I don't know I could have yeah. I could have set up camp for quite some time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it you know when you have that support, um, and and that support can look different for everybody too. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it's so it's so helpful to have someone to to remind you that you're awesome and you're great and you've got yeah. things to do. So yeah. get off your ass. Girl, one of the things you know, you know, um, one of the guy years ago, there was those little bracelets that said WWJD. What would Jesus do, right? Mm-hmm. And and that was very popular. And it was I love that concept. And so with my clients, I say WWTS. What would Therese say? <laughs> because you're saying really shitty stuff stuff to yourself. What would I tell you? Mm-hmm. And that's one little way. It doesn't have to be me. It has to be, you know, may, maybe maybe you're like, say, what would my Angelou tell me? What would Nelson Mandela tell me? What would Abraham Lincoln tell me? What would Oprah tell me? Yeah. I was hanging with Oprah. What would she say? That's that's a great strategy when you're in it to, to like, again, elevate your thinking. Use somebody else that's not in it with you but is just holding the space. And so, um, again, just that's a little, little tip. Oh, I love that. I, and I've yeah. used that too, and I've loved it when clients are like, Kaylin, I heard you in my head, and I'm like, exactly. oh, how exactly. exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I finally made it into their brain. Yay. Right. You arrived in the head. That's a good that's, sign. That's great. But I know yeah, there I was... Joked that I was, I'm going to make like little bobbleheads and like, send them oh. to my clients on their desk. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But anyway. Oh, that's awesome. You get a little cartoon caricature on your website, yeah. you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, and that is that is a great strategy and I you know, I um l- looking back I can see how I've used that too with some of my mm-hmm. my idols as well. Mm-hmm. And um and even in in the retreat that I was just at with you a couple months ago, um you had an exercise and and I started crying and I remember you <laughs> here's me like I'm outing I like I cry a lot, okay, people. Mm-hmm. Um and and you asked me to share and I said all of my my wise council members who were Oprah and Deepak Chopra and um, Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay were all telling me I was on the right path. They were all like, it was just like, what? (laughs) Like, wait a minute. Beautiful. Yeah. So it was, it was just absolutely amazing. So, and I, I love, I love that. I love that tip. And it's important for us to, it's almost like, um, there's this concept, and I'm trying to remember the name of it, but the the kind of the observer, um, and there's that exercise of, of of being able to to both be attached and detached to yourself at the same time, and, and to be able to to have someone to to observe your life and to comment on it, and it, and it can be 
and I'm not talking about any, you know, psychotic episodes here, people. But <laughs> You're not really leaving your body. No, no, no. But just, just to have that, that insight and that, that um, ability to separate from your current experience and be able to observe it from another perspective. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're talking, the theme of this is how to get out of your own damn way. And so we're giving content as we tell share stories, but we're giving content for this is how, this is how, this is how, this is how. So mm-hmm. I love that we're giving lots of tips. I do too. I think, and that's, that's the power. You know, I mm-hmm. told my, or I should say part of my get out of your own damn way story um, in the first episode last week. And, you know, I didn't know what I was going to share. I just kind of left it up to divine guidance to tell me. And I got a little like, oh, you know, this is this is what I believe and this is how it should be. And, blah, blah, blah. and, and I gave a lot of tips in mine as well. And it just it just happens because right. I'm so right. passionate about helping, as I know you are, mm-hmm. about helping people. And um, it's just, yeah, I... You and I are on the same wavelength, so mm-hmm, as far as, mm-hmm. like, being divinely guided. Like, I sometimes don't know yes. what comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, huh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it didn't yep. offend anyone, but if it yeah. did, I guess they're not my ideal And that's client. okay, too. That's okay, too. <laughs> We're not here. You know, keeping you in your own damn way is is the, is people-pleasing, trying to be everything for everybody and, and watching your words. And I'm like, screw that. Just be yourself. Just, yeah. uh, that 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 people pleasing that shame based I got to make sure everybody loves me oh goodness that that cost me uh, oh, loads of therapy money I mean, <laughs> so so tons, yeah. hours hours years decades of therapy so let you know like like starts from scratch just don't don't worry about that stuff so mm-hmm. anyway yeah and there's the that power of being vulnerable and mm-hmm. of of what I found in being vulnerable um with my friends, with my colleagues, with my clients, is that there is such transformative power in just the process of being vulnerable mm-hmm. that it it's almost like it has its own little life and its own little ability to move people and to help other people not feel so alone or not feel so... Um, overwhelmed or stuck because they see that other people are going through the crap too. Yeah. Yeah, it's the most important thing. And and I think especially in my business and I'm kind of in the internet marketing space, there's a lot of examples of people not being real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of I call it the photoshopped version. I'm like, it's okay to like, you know, scrub off the crow's feet, but you can't pretend. Like like people <laughs> want real. Um and I remember, you know, when I had I had gone through my bankruptcy, this was a few years ago, and I was at a women's retreat for my coaching program, and so I was a client, and we were doing our next year, you know, like, what's your big vision? And I burst into tears, and I said, oh, my God, I have this secret. Like, I, I'm i a business coach, and I freaking lost all my money. Like, really? Like, mm, <laughs> who yeah. is going to hire me? And I, so I had so much. I, I literally said, this is the thing that will prevent me. And and it was so beautiful. So I share that, Creelan, and I burst into tears. It was so emotional. And a woman turned to me and she said, actually, I would feel more comfortable hiring you now because I would feel like you could understand me and you wouldn't judge me. And what was so fascinating is I was like, what, really? And so I'm like, this is funny. This is how it works in my world. I'm like, okay, 
I'll figure out a way. I, okay, I'm going to start. Like, I, I guess I'll start talking about this. And I thought, I thought I would tell like two people. And Spirit was like, no, you're going to have a telesummit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? And so I actually created a telesummit two years ago or three years ago called Breaking Down to Break Free. Mm-hmm. And I invited like a lot of the six-figure and seven-figure business women that I know to share their stories of breakdown. And I had so many people emailing me saying, oh, my God, oh, thank you, oh, oh, oh. You know, one woman basically was like, I was going to kill myself. And because I heard all these stories, I don't wow. need to do that. I mean, it's like seriously, seriously stuff. It is so, so in your vulnerability, it, you heal people by sharing more of you. Mm-hmm. And you obviously don't have to have a telesummit and do it globally, but, but whatever is yours to do in the way you do it, you don't want to hold that back. Because, see, if you don't be vulnerable, if you don't speak it, then shame gets in there. And like I said earlier, that's what will keep you in your own damn, out of your, in your own damn way. I like get yeah. shame. Yeah. And so the more you can go, you don't, you don't have power over me because I'm going to tell the story. Yeah, people are going to find out. Yeah, they might judge me. They might leave me. They might think I'm whatever. doesn't matter. Shame has no power over me. Mm-hmm. See, that's what you really want to work on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That just felt like such a, like, like, preach it, sister. I know. <laughs> that, that is my soapbox. I feel like I feel like Joel Osteen, you know. I don't, I don't have that great hair, but I feel like Joel Osteen <laughs> preaching it. So. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. That's you know, we've talked about so much, and I really appreciate you opening up and, and sharing part of your story and all these juicy tips because I know you're great with that. You're great with, like, honing in and yeah. and just, you know, cutting through the crap and, and getting right to the heart of the matter. And, and that's, you know, that's why I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you're one of my best clients, too, because you do all that stuff. Yay. <laughs> So we are just about out of time, and I want to make sure that people have a way to get in touch with you if they would like more information about yeah. you and your work. Yeah. So my website is happyinbusiness.com. And actually I have a free gift. Uh, one of the things I really am passionate about is helping people heal their money blocks and and, and just really because so much of that is unconscious. And so if you go to happyinbusiness.com forward slash free gift, there is a five-part video of how to eliminate money blocks. And um People like it. I'm getting really good feedback. So happyinbusiness.com forward slash free gift. Yay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for Mm -hmm. sharing that and for sharing everything. And and before we wrap up, is there any any other tidbits that you want to share with the audience? Yeah, you know, it it, it really is, uh, you know, F. Scott Peck. Scott, Scott Peck, whatever, whatever the guy's name, maybe not an F. Um, Peck, some guy named Peck back in the 80s or so wrote a book called The Road Less Traveled. And this really is the road less travel. This really is. And I, and I don't mean this in the generic. I mean being willing to look at yourself. So you're not living blindly. You're not just going, oh, I think I need to buy another strategy. Oh, I need to buy a blueprint. Oh, I need to do that. Like the, the self-reflective life really is the road less traveled. But it's the only way. It is the only way. And if you're on the entrepreneurial path, it's going to kick you in the ass. Because the goal is, to bring up everything in you that is that is not serving you, to transform it so you can be the greater version of yourself to do the wonderful work in the world. So what I want you to do is just make the decision that you will commit to doing that work. Because when you commit, then, then it's like, alrighty, cool. Everything changes. So that's what I'd say. 
Thank you so much. I love it. And um, Peck, some guy named Peck, Peck. said something. Yeah. I think it's Scott. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm confusing like F. Scott Fitzgerald. I know, I Peck. know. There's so many wonderful people. So out there. I'm sure you'll get emails going. If this is the wrong name of the author. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. Please, you know what we're talking find, about. Yeah, find something good in the good in the interview, and not necessarily that I messed up the author's name. But anyway, <laughs> great. Anyway, well, so. thank you so much, Therese, for being on the on the show. I was so um, I, I just knew that you had to be on the show um, yeah, very quickly, yeah. and I, I'm just so blessed that you said yes and grateful for for the work that you do. Well, and I'm a proud mama watching you do this because I remember I remember when we popped this thing when we were talking we were like, oh, that's the brand. I know, I know, and it was so, so exciting. Yeah, it feels like watching the baby go to kindergarten now. You know, like oh look, it's trotting out there. Is it? Is I it know. Serious? Only you know, so. six months later, and we're being yeah. born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So happy to share in this beautiful energy of that love. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam sessions. We are going to have lots of wonderful guests coming up. So please stay tuned and share it with your friends. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.